Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes! Yes! Yo! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in what beautiful. What's up with you and the finger guns? Texas Football Today, a show online that is just excited about football season. I'm sorry for being excited about football season. I'm sorry, Pickle. My name's Greg Tepper. You should say that more often. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks, Miss 305, Miss TFT. She's Ashley Pickle. I told you I was fine with Miss TFT. Or no, up, gosh, darn it! Up, on record, on wax. Your finger guns have completely wax. ruined my train of thought. On I'm wax. still mourning Alfredo's. It's a it's a rough day around here. Hi, friends. Today is Friday, August eighteenth, twenty twenty three. Ninety six days, ninety seven days until Thanksgiving. Uh, happy birthday to Braylon. Episode one thousand six hundred thirty three. On today's show, folks. Folks, back half of the show. It's Help Honda Mailback Friday, and I want to get out in front of this. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna be hearing in a moment from Everman coach Michael Boone. Uh, hear about the E Block. Uh, uh, he's interviewed by an alum. I wonder which alum it is, uh, but we'll hear from him. However, this is going to be the last Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday in its current form. Starting next week, we are going to start soliciting questions from you. Starting on Wednesday's show, Wednesday and Thursday, we want to get your questions. Uh, up until about noon on Thursday. And then we're going to take those questions, pick out the four, the three to five best ones and answer them on Help Honda Mailbag Friday. So this will, it'll no longer be starting after this week. It's no longer going to be just in the comments. It's going to be pre-submitted questions. So we'll get into that. But uh, this will, for now, get your questions in Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch uh, about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got, we'll answer them coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Salty Vet, Matt Step, mm. Tony Salty Blo- Vet's a Corpus Christi guy. Yes, which would, it, it tracks. Uh, Matt Step, Tony Blaylock, and Daniel Agnew, welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, friends. We appreciate you spending a little bit of your day with us. Pickle, do you know what today is? Um, August 18th. It's our last Friday of freedom. Correct. We are going to be busy. Like, so I'm my, my wife and I are my going wife. to, uh, we're going to the Ranger game tonight. As oh, like nice. A last, 
date night. You, you d- I've been on a heater. I was just going to say, would you quit dragging your wife to the baseball game for every single date night? Why does she keep agreeing to this? She likes baseball. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm just she, making it's also sure just she's nice, not being like it's indoors. Like her. it's a lot easier yeah. to sell now that it's indoors because we true. used to go to a million Ranger games and she would just be like, "Okay, I'll go." Uh, but now that's indoors, and also nice. it's just fun. So, uh, but tonight is like all of us have to do like date night tonight. <laughs> like we all yeah. have to like maintain our relationships uh, tonight because it's last Friday night. Because it, it, until uh, we will there the next time there is not a Texas high school football game on a Friday night will be December 22nd. Wow. Yeah. So uh, we're about to enter the it's fun times here. here. It is very much. Now, I do want to point this out because our friends at the uh, the L- at LSCSN, uh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, it's at uh, Team LSCSN, uh, the, our friends at the uh, Lone Star Christian Sports Network. Uh, they point out that there are two Texas high school football games tonight. Oh. Did you know this? Uh, no. no San Antonio Cornerstone is playing a, hosting a team from Mexico and uh Conroe Northside Lions uh a homeschool team they are playing uh they are crossing uh, over into Louisiana to take on a team from Baton Rouge so there are two Texas high school football games tonight uh but they would that feels very week 0 you know what I mean? It's like that yeah. seems like Matt Step will somehow find a Facebook stream yeah. of those San Antonio games to Cornerstone watch. versus Monterey Tech or yeah. something like that. Yeah, he might. It wouldn't surprise me. Anyway. Well, good luck to those student so, athletes. Happy last Friday of the off season, folks. We're almost there. While we were at the coaching school down there in Houston, THSEA Coaching School and Convention, we caught up. And by we, I mean Matt Stepp. Uh, ran up to the head coach of his alma mater, the Everman Bulldogs. Coach Michael, Hands in the air, Michael screaming Boone. like a little schoolgirl. Coach, 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 I like Everman. That's exactly what he said. I got to talk to you. Here's Matt Stepp's conversation with the head man on the E-block, Michael Boone, here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas football, back here at the Texas High School Coaches Association and Convention. And I'm here with my favorite head coach in the state of Texas of my Everman Bulldogs, Coach Michael Boone. Coach, appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, it's always a pleasure to talk a little Bulldog football. And uh, and I thought, um, first off, we'll start with, with um, you know, first year, last year, your first year as a head coach. I, I felt like, um, you know, obviously, you know, season, there's only one team that really ends the season happy and wins the state championship. But I thought overall, when you, when you take a step back, a uh, successful first year for, for, for us as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a program uh, going nine and three overall you know I, I, obviously you, you evaluate yourself and you evaluate things that happen but overall were you pretty pleased with the with the performances in the seniors and how they bought in yeah yeah it was a, overall a positive season just like you said um, you take uh, if I look at it just as, as it ended you know never going to be happy if it ends that way uh, but from the things we did and, and the buy-in and the way we established you know what we want to be our culture going forward I'm really really proud of what those guys did what those seniors did uh, you know and, and that was the toughest group, you know, uh, because they only had those eight months with me. You yeah. know, it's all they had to, to really figure me out, uh, kind of get to trust what I was doing, you know, trust all the changes. And, and they did. They bought in and kind of led the rest of the group. So, And you may, I mean, obviously, Everman, we've been successful. We've had we've had great runs and, 
and great years and state championships in the past. Um, how, how did you find that balance of, well, you know, these things have worked, so we're going to keep doing that, but also, you know, putting your own spin and making it your program? And how, how did you find that balance? Or did, did it take you a few a few weeks and a few games to, to find that balance? No, uh, I, I went – I jumped straight in. I mean, I really did. I, You're I, a feet-first kind of guy, yeah, right? I, I am. I yeah. am a feet-first kind of guy. You know, uh, I, I, honestly, man, I, you know, you, you pray about it. You know, you do what's right for kids, and I think that as long as whenever whatever you're doing, you're doing it with kids first in mind, then, you know, it always works itself out, and, and people around you will see it, too, that it's kids first in mind, and, and that was the, the case. That's what I talked to about the coaching staff, and, you know, the biggest thing is was we were just willing to push them a whole lot more, you know, push a whole lot harder, um, you know, and, and again, they bought into it. Uh, they, they, they accepted the tough love, and, you know, we had some positive results. And I think kids, kids are kids, right? I mean, you know, it doesn't matter that it's 2023 or, or when I was in school in 1998, you know, it, I think I think kids want to know that you care about them as people. Want to know that you that you love, and that they'll take the tough love if you know that they know that there's love that, that you love them, right? And so I feel like that that's just kids being kids, right? Yeah, that's that, I mean that's our job. Our job is to hold out. You know, our job is to really, you know, yes, we're gonna be sharp on the X's and O's, and we're gonna coach them up. But uh, when they know that you're you're trying to build them up as a person, you, that you're really focused on who they are and what they are and where they can go, you know, and and you you free them up to actually dream. You know, you talk to them about you know dreaming big and making. Uh, things that they kind of maybe heard about or, or, or read about or you know I like to tell them you know think about that that time when you're by yourself and that person you wished you could be but never thought you could be you know and you, when you give them permission to try to strive to be that person then all, all the other things happen man they, you get from them what you expect and then when you do have to jump on them that that, that, that turns into a positive experience because they can learn from it instead of a negative experience right because you, you know they're kids and they're gonna mess up you gotta jump on them occasionally right yep 90-10 rule I try to teach the kids that 90-10 90% of our interactions need to be positive because there are some times when I'm going to have to tell you what you don't want to hear, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to say it in a way that you're not necessarily ready for me to say it. And if, if 90% of the time that we're around each other, you know, it's always positive, you know, it's, it's always love, it's always encouragement, you know, then that, that moment where you've made a mistake and I've got to address it doesn't seem personal. Yeah. You know, we, we can address the deed and not the person because you know that, you know, myself, not only myself, but everybody on the coaching staff, you know, cares about the person, you know, but we're not going to accept less than what you're capable of. And, you know, again, our, our motto is, you know, we're looking for excellence. You know, we're expecting excellence. You know, we're going to respect everyone. And so that, that's we're going to hold you to it. Uh, looking at looking at this, the summer and the offseason, I feel like it was a successful summer and offseason. You know, made the state 7-on-7 seven seven tournament for the first time ever. Um, and I, I thought the kids now, that, is that something you feel like you can carry some momentum into? You know, we're, you know practice starts here in a couple of weeks. July 31st is the first day of practice. Do you feel like that positive momentum can carry over into the season? Yeah, the, the opportunity for the 7-on-7 seven seven and the Lyman Challenge. Oh, yeah, Lyman uh, went to Abilene State, uh, Harden-Simmons State Challenge as well, yeah. yeah. Can't forget about those guys. Right, for sure, for sure. What what that does it, for me as a coach is a allows me to, to like just see the guys personalities and then you know we lost some real firepower in the receiver core you know so it, there's some young guys being able to go to state, state 707 tournament and be around you know the best in the state you know and the pressure won't be any higher than that you know so giving them a, those guys a chance to make plays make catches uh defensive guys to make calls in those situations where you know it's on them to make the calls you know and we can just sit back and watch it you know that that definitely is going to translate because they, they got experience that they don't have to wait until august to get all those reps are quality. They could be quality reps, right? Reps are reps, right? Yeah, right. When you look at 2023 in the season, you mentioned the receiving core is going to be a little young. What are some areas that that there's there's some experience back coming in areas that you feel will be strengths for the ball club heading into the season? Well, uh, other than the receiving core, um, it, we're pretty much coming back. Our quarterback's coming back for third season. 
uh, as a starter, you know, and again, we it's, it's so nice. It's really a luxury to have a guy you can let do so much, you know. Uh, I'm really excited about our, you know, our running back situation uh, is it, it, real good. Brooks is going to be pretty special uh, there. Our offensive line. Makes you feel old. I went to school with Brooks' dad. Right, Makes you feel right. old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but you, you know, the, the offensive line, we lost one uh, senior in the program last year, you know, so the offensive line will be back and be solid, you know. Uh, both defensive ends are, are coming back. You know, we got to replace, you know, a, a big-time guy at the defensive tackle position. Yeah, but, he's a great player, yeah. I'm really excited. We've got some some young guys that, you know, just, just have a motor, you know, and, and have a desire to be, you know, kind of the best at it, you know, and, and they've shown it all summer long. They've been here every day, worked hard all summer long, put in some work. So, so really excited. Secondary-wise, you know, those guys are, are all pretty much all returning. In the a lot secondary. of experience there, so, yeah. Uh, so we're, we're, I mean, we're excited. It's, it's, we have a great schedule. It's going to be really district. It's a tough district, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, it's yeah. a very competitive. Is that one of those things where you know, and the kids know the district is, is, is talented and a lot of good football, a lot of good coaches mm-hmm. in the district, but is it one of those things where we, we got to focus on us? We can't really worry about everybody else. we got to take care of our business and let the, kind of the chips fall where they may? That's that's the mindset no matter what. I mean, it, you know, I guess if, if we felt like we were not in a competitive district, I would expect that that would still be the mindset. It's, you know, it's moment by moment, day by day, week by week. It's really about us and what we do. You know, understanding that, you know, there's 11 guys on the other side of the field and they're trying to do something to stop what you do. So we want to know, we want to understand what they're trying to do, play recognition, that kind of thing. But it really is about us. It's about our execution, executing on the level we want to execute. Uh, you know, again, putting in the work and, and really we've done that part. So it's reaping the reward of yeah. the work. You know, if, if you know, I told the guys, you know, ask yourself, if you only win the games you earn, you know, and you never lose a game that you didn't, wasn't supposed to lose, how will your season go? You know, and so that, and you just got to live with that. Yeah. You know, if you've worked hard enough and you earn it, you deserve it. You know, won't be any soccer. wasn't any soccer last year when we walked off the field victorious. It won't be a soccer this year as well. Well, coach, we'll let you get to it. It's a, a busy time here at coaching school. Season's about to start, so uh, we appreciate it. And I know I'm not supposed to say this, but uh, let's go Bulldogs in 2023. For sure, for sure. Thanks, man. coach. There he is, Michael Boone, head coach of the Everman Bulldogs, talking with our own Matt Step, also of the Everman Bulldogs. Um, at the THSC Coaching School and Convention. We appreciate his time. We're excited to see what eBlock does in 2023. We are at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Hope you'll go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbells Texas football subscriber. I want to tell you that we are also one week away from the premiere of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Tonight, a brand new revolutionary Texas high school football game day experience, live, free on TexanLive.com, 7.30 to 10, whip around coverage of the biggest games across the state. It is Red Zone for Texas high school football. It's in partnership with our friends at the University of North Texas. It's coming next Friday, 7.30, free, TexanLive.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football Tonight. Be there or be some sort of rhombus. And now, a word from these goods and services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. 
It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. Now, Pickle, it's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score on award-winning Hondas like the rugged and reliable 2023 Ridgeline. Stop by your helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. Boom. So if you've got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got, let us know in the comments. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We will get to as many as we can up until the bottom of the hour. That's 1230. That's a, it's a I was like, talk. there is no way. TV talk <laughs> for 1230. Uh, Bob, because the clock is, goes down. And stuff. Anyway, um, I had a I had a um, interview yesterday. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine from a radio station texted and said, hey, could you hop on and talk for five minutes? Um, and I said, yeah, sure. And he wanted to ask me about two things. One of them he wanted to talk about was the new Melissa Stadium, which has kind of gone viral. Mm-hmm. And I think people are going crazy over it. Um, I will tell you why it's remarkable to me, okay? And I'm only one man. Because this is just the newest giant Texas high school football, like, mega stadium, mm-hmm. right? And it's gorgeous. I want to be here. I'm not, I'm not knocking it. But, like, Allen was the first one. Prosper has one. McKinney has one. Salina has one. Like... I'm certainly forgetting 15 others, right? These giant mega stadiums that are being built. I think what makes Melissa's so remarkable is that the size of Melissa. Melissa has an enrollment of 1317, and they're building that stadium. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is what's what's amazing. Yeah, I think I, I have chuckled because I think it is very apparent to me who the people that are freaking out about this are the people that have that only pay attention to football in the DFW mm-hmm. um because even like North Crowley's new stadium mm-hmm. it beautiful. is beautiful oh it's gorgeous i mean absolutely gorgeous but if you go down to Houston oh, yeah. there are and have been so many stadiums that look just like that built legacy stadium and legacy is huge the uh the new sci fair the berry center center like yeah. all of that it's just funny because like at tomball tomball has this Tomball's new unbelievable gorgeous. and tomball stadium looks just like crowley the stadium. one they built and, in hutto is mm-hmm. incredible outside of austin yeah like, so i just think that it's like it's just very telling that everyone who's been like oh my god like it's almost a mirror copy like this the, what the stadiums the new stadium look like in Houston is now what's yeah. moving into DFW. And I think you're so right. But I agree with it's because of the size. Those Houston ones have six teams multi, playing yeah, in multi it. Yeah, multi-school stages. Yeah. What I think is so remarkable is to that point about facilities. 
Houston was first to these mega stadiums. Mm -hmm. Like Allen got a lot of traction, mm -hmm. but like Houston was first to these mega stadiums. Mm -hmm. DFW was first to indoor facilities. Yeah. Everyone had an indoor. Mm -hmm. And now it kind of feels like they're trading. Yes. And it's like DFW is getting all these, all these, uh, these, like they're getting the mega stadiums. And Houston is now building, building a ton building a lot of more indoors, indoors. Which, yeah, yeah, makes sense. But you're exactly right, too, in the point that I think that the big thing up here is the fact that most of these programs that are building this is either a single school or like only two schools all the ones that were built down in houston had six or seven schools like sci fair has 13 schools going to it you know um yeah so it was a uh it so i talked about that it is gorgeous though. it is i talked about that the other one i talked the other thing i talked about is the heat so uh it's if you thinking. don't know what's going on so the uil has some new um has some new guidelines as far as the you as far as heat is concerned and what they do is they use something called a wet bulb globe temperature okay yep. i can't explain it science but what it is is that it is a measurement okay that is not just heat but also humidity also cloud cover also wind speed also sun angle all of these things, okay? It's a lot of things that it kind of spits out a number. It's kind of a, it kind of sounds like it's a formula that then, or like this machine comes up with. And when it gets over a certain point, the UIL is saying you need to stop play for X amount of time. It's like usually I think 45 minutes. Um, so yes, it is 150,000 degrees outside, but like, for example, today in, in, in DFW, it's 111. It's gonna get up to 111. It's gonna be really hot. But also we have like no humidity. Where I'm really interested is down southeast, mm -hmm. down along the coast where it's going to be hot, hotter than all hell, but also humid. Mm -hmm. So do not be surprised if we have a number of games that have a delay that like maybe they play the first half and they have like an extra long halftime yeah. to, to make up for that, something like that. So be mindful of that because the weather is going to be really, it's going to be bad next weekend. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen the forecast. It's going to be very hot. Uh, Shocking, uh, but keep an eye on that. Uh, it's it's the wet bulb uh, globe temperature. It's like a whole formula. That's what they're recommending using uh, as far as it's concerned. When so. Mallory and I were down in Houston a couple weeks ago, it was like 109, but the humidity was up at like 90%. And we were out on a practice field and I was like, all right, I get it. I get why they mm -hmm. are implementing this because we're standing here watching practice. I can't even imagine what it's like to have pads on going out there running drills right now yes it was um, insane that so, humidity is ridiculous so there you go there is um some some news and notes do we have any questions from the people we sure do um thoughts on thursday's game at cal allen at gregory portland oh okay so we're already, like. we're, oh, we're already getting into preview stuff all yep. right cool that's fine you know we can do whatever you want um uh, cal allen and gregory portland's a really fascinating game because i think that it is a, a real litmus test for what's going on in the coastal bend mm -hmm. cal allen has long been the power there on the coastal bend right uh it's been they've been the the, the, the preeminent program i think go and listen to tep and step our premium Texas high school football podcast now available free in the Texas football today. Um, Gregory Portland's my pick to win region four and five division two. Gregory Portland is my pick to make it to a title game. I, I like Gregory Portland a lot. I like the cut of their jib. Mm -hmm. 
I also think Cal Allen's kind of in that typical Cal Allen fashion place where they graduate super heavy, but they always reload. This is a real, I think it's a real good early measuring stick for both teams. Um, I like Gregory Portland a lot. Mm-hmm. If they lose to Cal Allen, a pretty young Cal Allen team that is also smaller than them. In week one. In week one, admittedly. Telling. I think that is going to be a real red flag for me. Um, what I would like to see as somebody who has bought stock in Gregory Portland is I'd like to see them go out there and win and win resoundingly. Yeah. Check the receipts from last year. I was hardcore on the Gregory Portland mm-hmm. train last year, and then their quarterback got injured mm-hmm. in the second week mm-hmm. of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, when they started to pick it up a little bit, I was like, this is a team that's probably, at this point, without their starting quarterback, a year early. Yes. We knew for a while now that this should be their year if they can stay healthy. Last year, I think they could have made a real big statement had he not gotten hurt, but yep. he did. I like, I, like, I like Gregory Portland a lot. I am in like... I'm in like with Gregory Portland. Mm-hmm. I like Cal Allen. Yes. Those can be switched depending on that first game. It's going to be really telling. It's a really intriguing first game, uh, first week one matchup. What's next, Mademoiselle Pickle? Speaking of intriguing week one matchups, the oh. Hitchcock Bulldogs versus the Refurio Bobcats. Yeah. Um, you know, right, right into it. <laughs> you know, these are teams that are both have legit state championship aspirations. Refurio is our number one team in two A division one. Hitchcock is our number seven team in three A division two, um, or three A division one rather. Hitchcock, like this, it's important to remember. It's important to remember that Refurio is punching up significantly here. Two two divisions. divisions. Two divisions. They're punching up. Mm-hmm. So Hitchcock should be the favorite yes. in this game. They also have, I mean, to be fair, they're not just punching up two divisions to a team that doesn't have no, anybody yeah. on it. They also have Lloyd-Jones. They're, like, they're, they're <laughs> punching up to a top 10 team. Team, yeah. You know? And yeah, I think I think this is a real nice measuring stick. I don't think the expectation should be for Refurio to win that game. Mm-mm. I think there's a fair chance that you have an 0-1 team that's still number one mm-hmm. in the rankings to, fit, to, to like after starting the year 0-1. Yep. So don't freak out. I'm already I'm already seeing how this works. Mm-hmm. I've been around this before. <laughs> you people are going to go crazy when we still have Refurio at 0-1, yep. like like number one. When but they lose by like a touchdown, they lose or by two, a touchdown to a top ten to team a top ten team. Exactly yeah. right. But I think Hitchcock should win that game. Mm-hmm. I think that they are a certified state championship contender, even within Region Three, which I think is very difficult because they're going to go through the two-time defending champion Franklin, mm-hmm. um, plus Lorena, plus Anawak, plus yeah. uh, Hitchcock, Columbus, Columbus in their own district. Hitchcock's a lot bigger on the on the line. That's I why think I think that it's that's be, really. Yeah. I think Rivera will hang with them, and then the fourth quarter will come down, and it's going to be they hot. Yeah, they're going to the they lines are going to get tired. I agree. I agree. All right. What's next, Pickle? Thoughts on Bernie at Flower Bluff. We really are just going to do... I'm so excited. Game game <laughs> previews, huh? A week early. Uh, Bernie and Flower Bluff. Uh, no thoughts. Flower Bluff um, was... That's not true. I have, I have thoughts. I um, think Flower Bluff, I expected a little bit more at the end of last year. So, but that's also because they made a crazy run mm-hmm. the year before last. Right? Yeah. Bernie's fascinating. So Bernie was a team that we... I think I've been honest about this. Bernie was a team that to start when we did our first pass at the, tech, at, the at our rankings, Bernie was our number one team to start the year. We, we, we debated it within the office. We ended up putting China Spring at number one because even though they lose a lot, and I, they do think they lose a lot, 
It's a two-time defending champ, and they've got the quarterback back, and we shouldn't overthink those types of things. Now, Bernie is, again, punching up to a 4A division, or 5A Division II team in Flower Bluff, mm-hmm. uh, but the offensive line should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive and defensive lines, that should be where they're able to hang. Aren't they running? Aren't the Blaze, Blaze is he yeah, back? Uh, Jackson Bays. Bays. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, the Bays brothers. Um, he's back. But they are going to, I think that actually they match up pretty well with Flower Bluff. Because mm-hmm. Flower Bluff is reloading up front and Bernie is almost entirely back up front. Yep. So in the early going, I like Bernie in this one. I think Bernie is going to be uh, the, the team to beat there. But again, they are punching up. Uh, I like Bernie to start the year 1-0. I, li- I like them to, to play up a classification and get a win. That's what I'm thinking. That sound good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's do two more. Oh, this one rocks. I didn't realize these two teams were playing in week one. I haven't had a chance to dive into... You know there's no games tonight, guys, right? I know, but I'm excited. I didn't realize Franklin and Jasper are playing. Mm -hmm. That rules. That really (sighs) rules. You want to talk about... Franklin's another team that starts the year number one and could be 0-1 and and will probably still keep number one. Yeah. Because they're punching up two because they're playing Jasper. Yeah. And Jasper... Jasper's fast enough to be able to keep up with Franklin. Franklin also has the state's longest winning streak right now. Yes. 32 in a row. 32 in a row? 32 yes. in a row. Has they've gone um, 16 mm-hmm. and 0, yeah, the past mm-hmm. two seasons. I don't know. Because Jasper's the kind of team that I think is going to be able to play... Like, How they, is Jasper's defensive line? They that's play, what they decides play, the game. Like, but that's the thing, is that Jasper plays bully ball, right? And so... Jasper's defensive line should be pretty good. I mean, that's kind of what they what they hang their hat on. They bring back every one of their starters on defense. Yeah, because so, their their secondary is insane. Mm-hmm. We watch them at seven on yeah. seven, and the secondary Jasper's is crazy. Jasper's defense is going to be really good. Um, I want to think about it because, but like my initial gut reaction is, yeah, a thirty-two game winning streak is going to end. Mm-hmm. Where's that game? Do we know? I don't know. Um, my initial reaction is that it's going to be like a, a 32 game winning streak going in, but I want to make sure I do my due diligence and do some research before I hop on board that bandwagon. Stay tuned for that. That'll be in the picks that, video. I was just going to say that might be a, your spotlight picks game. That, That's what uh, that, that will be. be in the picks video on um, ne- next no. week. Oh, that game's not until. Okay, that game's not until September 15th. <laughs> They play Franklin is a twenty-two point favorite at Woodville week one. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Well This is why we don't do game previews when there's no games. <laughs> Last one, give me an ender. Okay. Congrats. You're fighting in WWE. What's your entrance song? Uh it could misbehaving. Why can't we be friends? <laughs> Um, which was what Homer Simpson went to the ring when he fought Dredrick Tatum. Um, Why can't we be friends? Um, <laughs> Misbehaving. Yeah, Misbehaving by uh, from uh, Righteous Gemstones That's is a, a certified one. banger. Um, um, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Misbehaving. Circus by Britney Spears is good. <laughs> I want something like I've... I, no. My official reaction, my official answer is um, the theme from Family Matters. It's a rare condition. <laughs> yeah. You've I done just, a lot of singing on the show. I have. I'm in a singing, sing-song mood because uh, it's Friday. Friday. And it's the last time that I like have a Friday. So I'm like, oh, let's enjoy it. 
going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at taxisfootball.com. Thanks again to Everman Head Coach Michael Boone for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please give me a part of the year trophy. We will see you next week for game week. Let's go. Texas football today. Thank you.